0: All right, guys, we are back for another episode of The Hustle Podcast, where we spend 20 to 30 minutes just sharing with you kind of ideas and tips and tricks around passive income, entrepreneurships, um, you know, if you're looking to get into that world, that space. Um, so we're really excited to be back for another episode and just kind of ex- Exploring, I think what a lot of people um, have questions of that we get a lot in our industry being real estate agents in this area is, okay, I want to invest, but like, how? Like, if I don't have anything, where do I start? Yeah. How do I start? I'm like, brand new. I'm brand don't new. I'm don't know what I'm doing. Not so much about like what we talked in like last week's uh, episodes about like location or like our investments and stuff like that. But like, let's talk about the financial part of it. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you, me, me we don't have any other jobs. We're eight to five job. We're you know saving hustling. What would you say?
1: Yeah. I think um, there's a lot of different um, strategies. Not having a lot of money is definitely a hurdle when you're mm-hmm. trying to buy real estate, but there's a lot of things like um, there's loan programs where you can buy a fourplex um, and move into one of the units. So that'd be like a FHA three and a half percent down situation. So if it's a six hundred thousand dollars house or fourplex, mm-hmm. then I uh, don't know if three and a half percent is, but <laughs> it's a lot less than twenty percent down. Take a moment to yeah, quick math here. Yeah, you do the math out. at home. <laughs> um, but uh, so that's a way to get into four units. You know, your first four units, but you have mm-hmm. to sacrifice and live in the in the fourth unit um, to get that loan because it's an owner occupied loan. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's definitely ways to do it. And there's, if you're willing to get creative, I think, um, you know, obviously your loan amount is going to be higher. So you're, and you're going to be taking one of the units that could be giving income. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't have anywhere else to start, then that's a great place to start.
0: Yeah. I would definitely say like, for me, like when we sit down with like a lot of people like looking to invest, looking to start, or even looking to buy their first house, like, and it's not to say, we're better than others or somebody's better, you know, and whatnot. Like, it's not to say that, but a lot of people come in with debt. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, maybe that's uh debt that you inherited because you – a medical bill or you got behind on – you lost your job. Like, there's just life – stuff that happens. Student debt. Student debt. Like, and so I would probably say like the first thing, like I remember sitting down with this lady, uh, last week and, um, she was like, I live in this apartment. I'm comfortable. I pay $1,200. I work for X job. Um, but like the most I would ever feel comfortable paying in a mortgage payment is like 1800. And I was like, Hey, like sister, not to break it to you, but like unless you're putting down like a significant amount of money down, like that you like, and interest rates were to get to like two percent and like be free, kind of again, which that's not going to happen. Like for, I mean, I won't say won't ever happen, but mm-hmm. we're not in the current market for that. Um, like we have to look at other like scenarios and ways that we could cut other spending debt. You know, your credit cards. Kind of get your but,
1: financial house yeah. in order first. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's not to say that you know, like you have to go out and buy a fourplex first. And it's not to say that you have to do, you know, one way or the other. I really think if you can get your debt under control, like understand what your spending is, like get out your, cut your uh, spending down on your credit cards or whatnot so that you can actually start saving and putting money of your paycheck towards, you know, your real estate fund or your down payment or whatnot. Like to me, like that is, that's like your first move.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of times people will, listen to a podcast or they'll, you know, bigger pockets. Like is a, Yeah. Like listening to the art podcast. <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of big, bigger pockets. I've listened to that for years now, probably mm-hmm. seven, eight years now. Um, and there's a lot of goalposts. Like you hear people that own 800 units, 1200 units. And you're just like, how in the world do I do that? You know, mm-hmm. that's, and um, it's. I
0: even think like we even have that same mindset. Like, I mean, yes, we, you might like listen to our podcast and say, okay, they have six stores, like, wow, all and hail the honestly, Barrett team. in the
1: big scheme of things, and six is nothing.
0: Six is nothing. And, yeah. like, we have, like, how are we going to leverage to get to this point? And we have, like, a goal in mind of, like, how much, like, uh, dollar amount we want to have, like, passive income. Mm-hmm. And so it, there's always this, like, race internally with yourself of, like, I'm so b- far behind. Maybe you're, like, listening or you're watching us online and you're saying, like, I'm, like – 30 40 50 like i like still rent or i don't even like have my own house like and that's where i'm just saying like the ways to set yourself up for success for the future might be in real estate other people you hear might be a different avenue but um i really think that debt is at the core of like people just feeling like they're trapped and they can't Mm make that next move to start investing in something, whether it's real estate or not, like yeah, just investing into something they feel confined to, you know, just meeting their needs, paying their bills, p- playing it safe, but don't have the, uh, you know, somebody to inspire them around them or mm-hmm. don't have the vision or the goal to say, hey, I want to get to X, Y, and Z. How do I do that?
1: Yeah, I think it's daunting too, especially if you haven't done anything like it before, you know, you're saying I have, you know, I have to put all this money down to buy something. I don't know how to be a landlord. I don't Mm -hmm. know what I'm doing. Um, I have bills to pay. You know, there's real life things. And I think starting with learning by listening to podcasts, getting around people that know. What would you
0: say like is your top three podcast?
1: I love. Dylan listens like
0: to way more podcasts than I do. (laughs) He'll be showering and he'll be like. I listen
1: to a podcast every, every day, at least one, sometimes two, three. It's bad. It's like an addiction. But. And I almost confuse myself because there's so many different ways. Um, so I'm always kind of going back and forth between pros and cons, and it's it's a nightmare. But welcome to
0: me listening to your yeah, ideas and this
1: new idea. No, <laughs> um, but I think getting comfortable with what you're wanting to do, getting really close up to it, knowing it. Um, nice. I think the best way to overcome the fear of or not even knowing what to do is knowing just being around it, being mm-hmm. around people. Getting into groups, talking to people, um asking because, the
0: questions. Hey, what was like your failure? What was your If
1: you don't know anything about it, you'll never you'll you're never gonna do it. You know? And
0: I would say like um you know, kind of I know we kind of veered off from debt and you know, kind of like getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like l- with getting into real estate, like, and I'm I'm not saying it wasn't right or wrong, but like when Bitcoin came out, like mm-hmm. you were very like, like it was a big thing. It was starting to kind of blow up and it was like, do we invest? Do we invest in this? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like if mm-hmm. we do. And I remember you saying very clearly, you're like, if I don't understand it and I can't attach to it, I can't like grasp it. I don't know the ins and outs of it. I don't want to jump on like a Mm -hmm. fad train just to like, say I invested into it. Maybe that's like, maybe like, yeah, that's not to say we're not wanting to learn about it, but I think it, it, there's certain things that you'll stay in your comfortability zone of what you feel comfortable, whether you feel comfortable becoming a landlord, owning investment properties, you know, investing, building a business, whatever it might be. Like when you surround yourself and you get comfortable, the noise of other investments or other opportunities will kind of not feel so overwhelming because you're like, hey, like maybe I need to, you know, keep an open mind, hear about mm-hmm. it. Not saying be close-minded, but I think it helps kind of denoise it so that you kind of have like a steady constant current of like what you're yeah. at least going back to. I think that's
1: a good point because it's such a loud, everything's so loud right now. It's a new, you know, this new coin just came out or this, you know, what are those things, those pictures of those like monkeys or whatever? I can't. Oh, I can, NFTs. NFTs, thanks. I can remember, never remember those. Um, but there's always a new thing coming out. And I think, like you said, being open-minded, learning, always learning. Yeah,
0: don't be closed-minded. I like to be open-minded.
1: Like just doing what you know and being okay with not going with the crowd, I think is really important because um, there's a there's been a bunch of investment opportunities that kind of came past us. And, it's, and also, they just didn't excite me at all. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't attached to – you know, some people just get really excited about crypto. And I've mm-hmm. just – I've never been – excited about it. It doesn't fire me up at all. I'm Mm -hmm. just, I don't understand it. I don't, And And
0: if it and if it does not fire up Dylan, it definitely like I'm like chirp chirp. Yeah. No, in my head, I'm easy to. I go back to Dylan. I'm like, can you like talk to me like I'm three?
1: Oh, I pretty much just have like a caveman (laughs) brain. So I'm like, I understand real estate. It's a very simple business. It's pretty tried and true. It's not like it's been here for thousands of years. You know, it's uh, there's not a lot of innovation in real estate except for you know, air conditioning and nice things like that, but.
0: um, So I think like, you know, so kind of backtracking, like I think if you're looking to get in, like mm -hmm. understand your personal debt, Understand your financial situation. Like, what can you cut out? What can you change? Exchange from bad debt to good debt. Maybe it's like you have your luxury car mm-hmm. and you love that car. Yeah, it's like is, it, is
1: having that car worth not having real estate?
0: Yeah, or it could could you trade up that or trade down that car for something that's more modest, so that mm-hmm. you can instead of putting that towards an asset that's not going to appreciate well, like put it towards a savings. Um, maybe you cut out like your uh, Starbucks runs. I mean, those are can small, take a lot
1: of Starbucks. Um
0: but you know there's certain practical things that you may think oh that's just a dollar here that's just a dollar there mm-hmm. that over time is not so much you're saving the dollar it's that you're instilling a good habit and discipline to then say okay like I'm going to make the like this choice because this is my future yep. like opportunity that I'm you know uh, seeing and so um I think understanding your financial position your overall debt what can you cut out um yeah. we uh, there's a million ways to do it. And I will say like, if you are a person in debt right now, we have a lot of good connections where people literally sit down with you and roadmap out your debt and say, Hey, like cut this out. This is how I would pay this off. So if you are lost there, like, "Whoa, sister, like, let's start from square one of like getting you connected because it takes a village to mastermind and go through all of the thought process of, A, B, C um, versus feeling like you have to like figure it out all on your own. Mm -hmm. And then like you said, second is absorbing yourself with like podcasts, books, people, like if you're like, for whatever reason, if you're inspired by us, thank you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, But if you're, if you're in, you know, inspired by certain people get connected with them and ask them the hard questions, because I think that's just only going to make you start thinking because now like, you know, when our. On our last episode we talked about like where our niche is right now with investments mm. We look at every property through that lens of can we build a second house on it? Can we build you know an in-law unit and when you have that lens? It's like man like the you know noise, what you're looking for. You know what you're looking for. Yep. and you're you're not like struggling over the noise so figure out your financial debt if you need solutions like shoot us a dm can i
1: say a quote that i really like on that
0: i will allow you to say a quote yeah
1: it's the uh, it's more important that you decide than what you decide say and that again. means
0: for the people for the in people in the back in the
1: back <laughs> yeah it's that it's that it's more important that you just choose a niche and just do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: then what am i going to choose yeah you know am i going to choose this that bitcoin this or that just choose one yeah whatever gets you excited it's just more important to choose sooner yeah and then Fail forward, you know, just yeah. make mistakes, change. Mm-hmm. We, we do that all the time.
0: Yeah. We started out buying like single family residents, and now it's just like, okay, that worked. But now we see mm-hmm. that a property at least needs to have to potentially have two doors on it.
1: Yep. For it to make more sense. Yeah.
0: For us to like see the opportunity. So, so debt, getting connected. Mm-hmm. What would you say your third thing is for somebody who like has nothing wanting to get in?
1: I think um, you kind of said it as far as, uh, I know I talked a lot, sorry. Part, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to get a word in over here. Um
0: <laughs> give me <laughs> think, a mic uh, and I'm like bleh.
1: <laughs> when you said the village part it's it's like having having a really good tax person, having a really good lender, having a really oh, good team players. financial planner, people that know those fields and build your team around you. Um because if everyone on your team is saying, yeah, no, it looks good and mm-hmm. you also think it, you know, it doesn't mean that you just say, "Oh, I'm going to do what they say" or you have to have your own you have to have your own thoughts and your mm-hmm. own uh, stand on your own two feet, but having those people around you to say, "No, I, d- I don't see." I think it's really good to have people poke ho- holes in your ideas,
0: like test your theory. Yeah,
1: like let's stress test your ideas.
0: That would be Ricky for you.
1: Yeah, Ricky, my good friend, is uh, <laughs> we we go back and forth a lot. On oh my gosh, they are like,
0: like two like girls on a phone. Like they can just like talk for like hours. You guys can. do are men okay, on sorry. the phone. Sorry, you guys can talk for hours yeah. though. Like just- <laughs> yeah, we can. Like, I'm like, uh, he's talking to Ricky. It's
1: but. like that pros and cons, but it's good to have someone to bounce ideas off of. So you're not just in your own head and just thinking, well, you know, this seems like a good idea. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. And then Ricky, my friend will say this one thing. and I'm like, back to the drawing board. I didn't think about that.
0: <laughs> Shout um, out.
1: But yeah, just having those people that you trust around you to see, because knowing your weaknesses, you know, my weakness is not seeing all the downsides or maybe, you know, just not seeing a certain angle of something. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, I would say just having really good, competent people around you. Um,
0: and then I would say like, uh, my fourth thing, if you're going to get into real estate or whatnot is it really honestly starts with yourself because if you come from a generational of like my family failed, I've like, I'm the most successful person in like my family right now, like, or trying to be setting a generational uh, legacy. Let's just say, like, I know that's like a huge thing for a lot of people. Like maybe their family lost everything, had bad debt. You know, I would say that like, almost giving yourself the mindset and the capability to like, believe in yourself that whatever cards you're dealt right now with, whether it's bad debt you know, you're, you know, a single mom, like trying to provide for your family, you just went through a divorce, whatever it is, like you almost have to like know who you are to like see that the confidence, whether however you see investing, building something, growing into something, like you know who you are first to your core because then I feel like when everybody says, ah, that's not going to make sense. Like, you know, are you sure you want to do that? I, I mean, even my parents, like I love them, but even like when I like was like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to quit real estate and I think I'm just going to go full time. No, no, quit nursing. Or, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah thank yeah. you.
1: You're thank doing you. what? No,
0: <laughs> you are listening. <laughs>
1: this is news to me.
0: <laughs> I like, even like when I was like, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to quit nursing and I'm going to go into real estate. It was like, are you sure? Like, you know, and
1: leaving that safe lily pad,
0: safe lily pad, you know? And, uh, and it's not that they didn't believe in me and they didn't think I could do it. It was just like, you have a pension, you have benefits, like yep. you have like consistency. Like, this has never been in the family. Like, you've never started a business. We've never ran a business. Like, and so I think it's just kind of knowing what you're capable of, which I think marries to the village to support you mm-hmm. so that if you're going against the grain, fish upstream, it really creates that momentum for you to say, like, I know who I am. I know what I want to do. This is why I'm doing it, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, because
1: it honestly whether it's investing in real estate or starting a business or whatever. Um passion will I think if it it's it's gonna be hard no matter what. Yeah. I think it's gonna be one of those things that tests you in ways that you've never been tested. And if you don't have the passion for it, if you're not excited about it, you know, people say, oh do what you love. And I don't always agree with that because it's like, well, what if you love left-handed painting on bricks or something, something dumb? It's like, well that's great that you can do that on your own time, you know. But um it's like you, you have to find something that you, that I guess just fires you up for lack of better term, just gets you excited mm-hmm. so that when it does get hard, you have something, you know, if we didn't love real estate the way we do, I think it would have been really hard to get to where we are now.
0: Yeah, I think you know? it, I think for the hard seasons that we've gone through, the startups, like, because, you know, you and I, like, we've never had, we didn't, like I said, we don't have the history of like, we went from a family business and we branched off and we started Mm -hmm. our own. Like my dad was a workers comp attorney. He ran a firm and you know, it wasn't like he started that firm from ground zero. So it's just like for us, I, I think my fear in the back of my head is like, I'm leaving a stable job. Like, you know, am I capable of doing this? Like, how do I run a business? Like, and so I think that really starting in any position also equally as the tangible assets of money in your account and your debt understood and people around you it's really understanding who you freaking are so that when it gets really hard you're not finding the deals or it's a slow race to get to the finish line you understand hey this is what i'm in it i'm in it for the long haul and
1: like what does success mean at the end so that you know maybe maybe it's not everyone's goal to own a hundred units maybe it's three paid off houses mm-hmm. and, you know, in 30 years, mm-hmm. which would be really attainable. You yeah. know, that would be a very easy and really big deal for someone who's starting from nothing to have three paid off houses when they retire. Like that would be game a game changer. Or you know? maybe
0: your 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 generational like change is that nobody in your family has ever been able to afford or buy a house. Yeah, ever. And, the, and that's like your goal. Like, yep. you know, so I know like in this like whole like – conversation and podcast, it's all about, uh, you know, building to something or building for something for yourself. And I really think at the end of the day, like whatever that looks like, whether it's big, small, something personal for you, um, you know, there's, there's so many opportunities. So, um, you said three podcasts, I, I just want to make sure we re- regroup that you said bigger pockets you love. So if yep. someone wants to kind of oh, like yeah. absorb there's
1: bigger pockets is you have nine years of of content. <laughs> there, He'll be busy for a while. <laughs> um the other one, I can't remember, it's Coach Carson, I think, is the um is the uh creator on uh YouTube, but it's the small and mighty investor kind of mm-hmm. mindset because there's a lot of noise. I own four thousand units, you know, those types of people online. And he's just a very practical, you know, what does the average person do? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to own like a real estate fund where I'm raising hundreds of millions of dollars and doing anything. I just want to buy, you know, I want to have my little small and mighty portfolio. And Mm he's, he's a really good practical person to listen to. And it's just really grounding for me.
0: And number three.
1: Ooh, number three, putting me on spot. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, I wasn't ready for three, but (laughs) the problem is I have so many going through my head that I can't pick one. Uh, but yeah, on the next podcast, I will say my third one.
0: <laughs> we'll leave you on that cliffhanger. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, I think that's, I think that's good. So um, thank you again so much for tuning into this week's On The Hustle podcast, just diving more into our investments. We would love for you to continue on our journey of this as we're just kind of exploring and being vulnerable with things that we've learned along the way things that we change and new people that we interview to see investing or passive income or, you know, changing, you know, your future of how you see money in your life uh, differently. So uh, like, you know, leave a comment, question. We're here for you guys and we'll see you next week. See ya. 20 minutes.